We're going to call it the Jake Myers game. That's right. Jake Myers with a career-high six RBI. And the Astros pitchers walk the thin line today. An interesting turn of events almost happened at the end, but the good guys won at the end. They earn a split in New York before heading to Baltimore. Let's talk about this and some other things going on in the Astros world on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez hits a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game has turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are locked on Houston Astros, and we're your daily Astros podcast. Welcome in. I'm in H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. You can find the show at Locked on Astros on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you download our app. Download our podcast on your app, and remember, it's free and easy to listen to wherever you get your podcast, whether you're on your way home from work on your way to work make sure you catch us every day if you're watching please every time you watch a video hit the like button subscribe and share it with someone that you know thank y'all for hanging out with us just know that the astros and the orioles do play the next game on on um, tuesday night at 605 p.m central standard time they play the orioles catch all of the local hometown broadcast action with sparky and ford on sxm go to the sxm app and search astros hey thank y'all so much for tuning in how are y'all doing today i know it's been somewhat of a topsy-turvy series and i want to go into just a few things that i noticed over the weekend look the astros at this point are four and two on this road trip so far um and there you'll see on the bottom of the crawl um, JP France was the winning pitcher. I gave the player of the game to Jake Myers, two for four with two home runs, um, two runs scored and six RBI. That is a career high. And so that's not bad. Um, one of the things that, that, that I don't want to harp on necessarily, but that I think is really not a good sign. We really thought Alex Bregman was turning things around in his season. And right now in July, he only has, I mean, in August, he only has two hits. He's two for 21. He's batting 095. He only got two hits in Cleveland in one game. He was over 15 in this game. And look, I was crying and screaming, not crying, but I was screaming for him to be in the two hole because I think he's better there. I think he sees more pitches. Of course, you come up against someone like Angel Hernandez, and it doesn't matter if the ball's a strike or a ball. If he thinks it's a strike, it's going to be a strike, no matter how you cut the onions there. But this game was interesting because in the series, you lost to the Yankees 3-4, to four, a very winnable game on Thursday. We talked about it here on the show. Then I wouldn't say we plumbled the Yankees, but we really handled them nicely 7-3. to three. Then on Saturday, you go out and your starting pitcher does enough. You, you only give it three runs. 
who is the starting pitcher I'm talking about? Oh, that's Justin Furlander, right? Um, and we lose three to one. Then you come to today, and we beat them nine to seven. And it really was a tale of look, both teams had a ton of walks. Um, the Astros had 12 total. Three of those walks, I would credit to Angel Hernandez. He gets he, so he walked three batters himself. We would have only had nine walks. Abreu should have been out of an inning when he was out there. Neris got some bad calls. Um, Arkiti got some bad calls. Abreu got some bad calls. It was really bad across the board. Arkiti did give up five hard hit balls. He did give up a lot of soft contact, which was interesting. A lot of their runs were scored on soft contact. The Yankees scored first. The Astros came out in the second inning. They put up three. Um, that was Jake Myers. And then you had Jordan Alvarez added with the home run during the game, as well Martin Maldonado and Jake Myers again, two three-run homers. Um, J.P. France did get some bad calls, but look, J.P. France got the winner of the game. He uh, he won the game three and one-thirds innings. He didn't have any earned runs. The only earned runs that were awarded after Akiti left was Hector Neri's. Phil Maton looked very pedestrian. Um, the walks were insane. Again, even though three of them were on the umpires, you can't have nine walks. Now, the encouraging thing about J.P. France, and this is what I would love to ask Dana Brown, J.P. France induced 12 swings and misses in 3.1 innings. Urquidy only produced six. J.P. France only gave up, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. He actually gave up more hard-hit contact than Urquidy did. Oh, I'm sorry. I was about to say he gave up less, but he did not. I was looking at Hector Neres. I'm wondering if J.P. France should still be the starter. And I don't think the situation that J.P. France came into was ideal, but Dusty Baker did not have a choice. Dusty Baker actually said afterwards when he was asked by, I can't remember if it was Brian McTaggart or if it was Chandler Rome, but they asked him, why did Presley not pitch? And he said, he's sore, he's healthy, but he's sore. So I was like, okay, well, I guess that means he wasn't available because they have a rest day tomorrow. Technically, it's not a rest day. They're actually going to stop by the White House since they're close to Baltimore before they go to play the Orioles, one of the best teams in the American League, if not the best team. But Phil Maton has been overused. He, he looks, I don't know, he, he he just doesn't look sharp. He doesn't look good. I don't, I don't know if he's not completing his motion. Um, I don't know if it's a lack of focus. The guy looks uber focused every time he gets up to the, um, he touches the mound. Um, you know, an interesting thing later on, we're going to talk about who might be getting called up, might be getting some help offensively. Uh, I wouldn't say he's terrible. Um, Maton is having a very bad July. He's not terrible. He's still got a 310 ERA. Um, so he's been good most of the year. But baseball so much, you have to be careful not to have recency bias. And that's it's it's easier said than done. Trust me, I do the same thing. But Jake Myers, let's talk about Jake Myers. Let's not get mired in the negative. Let's talk about Jake. Phil's had his time on the stage. Phil stepped down. Jake, please come back to the stage. Two for four, young man. You young Nebraska Cornhusker with the chiseled jaw of a Greek god. You get up there and you smash not one through run home run in Yankee Stadium, but two. Like, 
we're sitting here calling Jose Altuve the Yankees' daddy. But today, um, Jake Myers won an paternity test because he was really doing a great job. He did it to Radon, and he did it later on to their relief pitcher that came in. And I absolutely loved it. Jake Myers taking charge and taking a hold of his place. Batting eighth. Well, Bregman, the two-hole, goes 0 for 5. No walks today. Some of those, some of those, I think Ron Angel, but he didn't get any walks. But six RBI, it's a career high. Second two home run game, I think his first two home run game was last, was 2021 versus the Angels, I believe, um, short after he first came up. But look at the bottom of the lineup. Look, Jeremy Pena, as bad as he's been at bat, one for three. Jake Myers, two for four. Martin Maldonado, one for three. Other than Jordan Alvarez's home run, the top of the order didn't do anything. I mean, Altuve had a hit. He did score a run. Bregman was over. Kyle Tucker was over with the walk. Chess McCormick was over with the walk. Jose Abreu was over. Jose Abreu has completely fallen off. And we will talk about how this leads us to understanding what it is we're going to do to help the Astros offense in a mysterious way. And after I tell you about Dave, I want to talk to you a little bit about Jose Arquiti and what I think they should do going forward with him and JP France. Finances can be intimidating, okay? And if you are intimidated by finances, don't worry about it. Dave's got you covered. Dave is here with an app, a banking app. It literally is leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance the money you need with no interest, then settle up later. Extra cash gives you more money. And more money gives you money to buy groceries, to fill your tank, finally get that car repair, or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can even build credit when you settle up on time. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to make their finances easier. So if you're in a pinch, get the help you need by downloading Dave. Download Dave today, dave.com slash MLB. That's dave.com slash MLB. You could get up to $500, sorry, in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash locked on slash MLB. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal eligibility, eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. Do you and your buddies need a place to hang out and watch the Astros continue to dominate the competition, to climb back into first place in the American League West? Why don't you go to Hooters? Look, whether you're in Sugarland, Pearland, Katy, Humble, Galveston, NASA, Seabrook, I mean, anywhere in between, Pasadena, there is a Hooters near you. They have phenomenal brews and wings. The brews on tap are phenomenal. You get three, $3 Blue Moon drafts on a daily basis, $9.99 Michelob Ultra Pitchers, They've got a great dessert menu. Check out their key lime pie. Check out their special fries. They look like French fries, but they're basically a funnel cake with powdered sugar. You can get them with jelly or chocolate sauce. They are phenomenal. Stop by your local area Hooters and make sure that when you go, let them know the guys at Locked on Astros sent you. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. Don't forget that this week on 
Tuesday, the Orioles play the Astros. The Astros play the Orioles. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast on the SiriusXM app. Search on the SXM app. Search Astros and check that out today. All right. Now, let's talk about J.P. France here. J.P. France deserves some credit because he came in in a tough situation. Um, Kendall Graveman has been a little shaky, Dave. I see your comments there. Um, I'm going to get to that probably at another time. We might address him a little bit um, on the off day tomorrow. Got my little Space Cowboys cup here, if y'all can see that. Um, go Space Cowboys. Um, we'll talk about a Space Cowboy later on that might be coming up soon. But Jose Arquiti, Jose Arquiti didn't look bad. I know you would say, whoa, Brady gave up five earned runs, and he only had one strikeout and three walks. Look, Arquiti is not going to wow you with this stuff. Arquiti throws about like Greg Maddox without the ultra precision of Greg Maddox. But when he's hitting his spots, he can induce soft contact, and that's the advantage of Evan Arquiti. He is a strike thrower. I remember talking to Joe Thon, Dicky Thon's son, who actually now got promoted this year to the Corpus Christi Hooks. Hopefully we'll, we'll have him on soon. And he said Arquiti's ticket is he's a strike thrower. Now, what is the what is a number one job for a pitcher? To throw strikes. Now, the secondary job is to locate those strikes so that the bats don't make contact with the ball. Well, they did quite a bit. J.P. France, I thought, did, did a decent job. He didn't give up any runs. He did have three walks. The walks, the ball was all over the place. I don't know if it was the humidity. I don't know if some of it was Angel Hernandez. I don't know what was going on with these walks. But you had, you had uh, no, I'm sorry, three walks. He had four strikeouts and three walks. But J.P. France, to me, should be the one that is in the spot instead of Urquidy. And why do I say that? It's no disrespect to Urquidy. I'll talk about DSC in a second. The the reason why I think JP France has earned this spot is because he's been the only consistent pitcher all season long. If the playoffs were to start today, he would be my number four starter. I'm being really honest here. Justin Verlander, number one. Chris, um, sorry. Justin Verlander, number one. Framber Valdez, number two. Then I would have Hunter Brown, three. And I'd have J.P. France four. Some people would say Christian Javier is going to take that. But until he pitches better, I'm not putting him in there. Put Javier in the bullpen. Put Urquidy in the bullpen. Those are my four. Those are my four. Now, they are concerned with J.P. France's innings, and that's why he's not starting. I'm just telling you what I would like to see done. Of course, yes, he is reaching, reaching his – I mean, they're all reaching their limit, I mean, at this point. So it's kind of a – Kind of a, hey, thank you, Xerxes. I appreciate it. Always always good to get the God King's approval. Um, let me go ahead and answer a question here, too, before we move on to the past the walks and into who might get called up. Brett, why doesn't Diaz play not much when we, when he hits a three on Homer? Um, he is 4-0 and catching Maldi. Is, oh, low, let me tell you, I don't even know where the tweet is. But someone shared a tweet of what the Astros record is. When, 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 um, when Diaz catches versus Maldonado and it, it in these last twenty games, and it it just doesn't look good. Like it doesn't look good on Maldi. Maldi went in there, contributed offensively. Y'all got to understand in the clubhouse, he is the guy. In the clubhouse, he is the starter. And there was an interesting comment that Dana made earlier about a certain person that we're going to talk about being called up here here pretty soon. And you wonder if there's some foreshadowing of 
Dana Brown trying to get Dusty to do things that he wants him to do versus what Dusty wants to do. So we'll have to look at that here um, here in a second. If I could, I need to find that. Um, I downloaded that somewhere and I can't find it. Um, I'll, I'll look for it and I'll find it. If not, I will just pull up the comment from um, Twitter. But the walks are a concern. The pitchers just look tired. That's just the bottom line. The offense was too inconsistent this weekend. You can't go into those games. You can't lose three to four, one to three, and then win nine to seven, seven to three. You can be scoring six, seven, eight, nine runs all these games. Like you just need to be doing that. Because right now, if I look at the standings right now, Texas, there are two and a half games up on the Astros. The Astros are 64 and 49. The the Rangers are 66 and 46. Let me make sure that's right. I don't MLB.com doesn't always update their stuff on time. It's really weird. I thought it was less than that, but let me double check. Uh, and I'm not watching that comment. Someone might want to help me out here. Um, I do apologize flying solo tonight. It's been a very, very long day, so I apologize. Um, yeah, okay, two and a half games. For some reason, I thought it was two games. But, look, Seattle's behind us. Everybody's like, Seattle's charging. They're coming after us. Eh, I'm not worried about Seattle. I'm worried about Texas. Texas will not freaking lose. So I think Diaz will be with Brown more. I think you'll see Diaz out there more. It's just it's just going to have to happen. I think it's inevitable um, for that to happen. But um, gosh, let me see if I can find this because man, it was it was such a good quote uh, that I found earlier. It was it was from it was from Dusty. Um, oh, here it is. Let's see if I can find it. Okay, it's in my photos. Okay, um, so here I'm gonna find. I'm just gonna read it to y'all because it's gonna take too much time to download it and try to put it up here on the thing. I thank y'all for being patient with me. Um, all right, so here's the quote. I think if he can come up here and we'll give him a shot, if he can come up here and hit the ball well and have quality at bats, I think he's a guy that Dusty can say, I want him to get more reps. This is what Brown said. It will be a Dusty call at the end of the day. If we get him up here and Dusty really likes him, we'll roll with him. If Dusty says I'm limited with this guy, It'll be his call once we get him up here. Who's that person I'm talking about? Can y'all guess the person in AAA that's hitting the cover off the ball that I'm talking about? It's none other than the comeback kid, the guy who's crushing the ball in AAA. And it's not Michael Brantley. John Singleton. John Singleton is the one that is being looked at to be called up. This is a slash line, 339, 455, 704, 18 extra base hits, 26 walks, 33 strikeouts in his first 143 appearances. He made a short stint in 2014, an 11-game cameo with the Brewers earlier this season. Then he was cut, Then they brought him on. And he says, we've been having conversations. I don't know. We're thinking about it. We don't know how close we are, but we've had conversations about it, and we'll see where it goes from there. Here's the only trick to this treat, okay, is once he comes up, he's got to stay. You can't pull him back down. Now, so what if he becomes – you mean what if he turns into Jolks? Well, we don't know what he's going to turn into, but someone like Jolks would go down. 
they would bring him up and we would just have to see. But Dana almost sounds like he's wondering if Dusty will actually play him. So they're they're giving Dusty full title over like who plays and who doesn't play. They're basically saying if Dusty plays him, he's our guy. If Dusty doesn't play him, it's not a whole lot I can do. And so it's kind of like they need some help. Well, let me tell you something. If you need help, if you need better help, if you are the person that people go to to talk to about their problems, who who come to when they're when they're upset, when they're down, and you just feel like you can't take that burden on anymore, but you need someone to talk to yourself, you'll find that therapy is very beneficial and you will have a great experience. I personally have used BetterHelp. It's a phenomenal service. And what's cool is you can use your cell phone. You can sign up. It's 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 easy to sign up. You answer some questions. Um, you're going to get a discount with the Locked on MLB code today, 10% off. You can pick and choose your counselor. And if at any time you're not happy with your counselor, you can actually switch counselors at no cost. It's all online, designed to fit your schedule. To get matched, let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMLB for a better you get better help and don't forget the Astros play the Orioles Tuesday 6.05 p.m. Central Standard Time catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app search Astros all right so so let's why didn't we <laughs> so okay we did not trade Bregman Mr. Wynn because Bregman is owed 30 plus million a year for the next few years two or three years and teams are not going to take on that salary. Okay. And if he was on fire and if he was playing an MVP caliber level, you wouldn't want to get rid of him. You got to ride with Bregman. He's your guy. He is, he's here to stay. He's not going anywhere. He is going to have to work through his slump. You just got to get up the next day. You just have to work harder. Look, he started heating up. He started turning it around, you know, um, his, his OPS is still 755 despite his woes. I mean, that's not great, but it's not horrible either. Uh, Jake Myers OPS is 717. Um, but you've got to find a way to contribute. And Bregman is a student of the game. Bregman, trust me, is as much frustrated with his slump or lack of hitting, probably more so than you are, but he's also not consumed with it so much that he's going to let it continue to, to derail him. What I'm looking at, what I'm looking ahead to is this next series coming up, the Baltimore Orioles. This team, this team is 70 and 42. This team has got the second best record in the league. Uh, let's see. Actually, what is it? Yeah, second or third best record in the league. They've got the best record in the American League. I mean, Baltimore is no joke. Their young stars are killing it. Their sluggers, Gunnar Henderson, their pitching's getting it done. Um, they've got um, Anthony Santander. I mean, just this team right now, Austin Hayes is leading them in average. Gunnar Henderson in runs with 62. Anthony Santander with 20 home runs. Santander with RBI 63. Jorge Mateo, 25 stolen bases. In their pitching department, Kyle Gibson, 11 wins. 
Bautista, 30 saves. Kyle Bradish, 319 ERA. Kyle Gibson, 117 strikeouts. Tyler Wells, look, this isn't a team of Cy Young aficionados. This isn't a team of silver slugger veterans. This is a young team. This is a team with veteran pitchers who have had marginal careers, and they just look really good. And they were built from the bottom up like the Astros. Why? Because a lot of their front office is from Houston. Yes, they are the Astros East. I love that. Astros East because they are all the former Astros executives that are, are all the executives that are there. And most of them came from Houston. I like the experience we have. I, I think in the end, we have the upper hand, but we've got to find consistency in this, in this, in this roster. We got to find consistency at the plate. And I don't think you can find consistency if Payne is batting two one game, eight the next game, two the next game, eight the next game, Bregman fifth, Bregman second, Jordan fifth, Jordan third, Jordan should not bet any lower than four. Alex Bregman, you keep him in the two hole because his OPS ultimately will pay, play out. He will get on base for you. He'll ultimately square that ball up. Keep. I love Chaz McCormick, five-yard member. I said I want Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, Tucker, McCormick, Abreu. They did that. And they won. But what was funny was they didn't win with the top of the order hitting. Outside of Jordan Alvarez home run, they did it with Pena, with Myers, and Maldonado. Baseball is the ultimate sport that will take the greatest player, the most skilled player, and humble them in a heartbeat. And then we'll take the player like Jake Myers today. Why is Jake Myers even on this team? I saw. Why is Jake Myers even playing? Why is Jake Myers getting at bats? He doesn't deserve, he's not a good hitter. He's batting 220 something, blah, 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 blah. But what does Jake Myers do? Puts his helmet on, makes sure that chin is shaved and looking clean, steps into the box, and he crushes two three run homers. Not only that, he's made stellar defensive plays all series long. His glove is a plus. And if he's starting over Chaz, you better hope he brings the wood because he's going to have some starts in center field like he did. And I think he deserves them. A lot of people don't like that. See, we want to discredit players when they don't hit, but we don't want to credit players when they have a glove. It makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. But the roster jostling, the moving the guys from one part of the lineup to the other, I think there needs to be some consistency found so that these players can get in rhythm. And everybody keeps saying you're worried about our, our pitching is really what has been has been holding us together. Our pitching's just tired. Something I thought about today, and I want to kind of wrap up with this. And tell me what y'all think in the chat. Um And just to let y'all know, when I fly solo like this or when Eric flies solo, it's a little tougher for us to get y'all's comments up on the screen. I see them, but it's easier to have a solid one-track train of thought focusing on where I'm going. So I'm not ignoring y'all. It's just hard to focus on two things at once. So I appreciate y'all's patience. Y'all are an amazing audience. But I thought about this today with with our pitchers, okay? Dusty Baker has talked a lot this year about rest days. 
we got to give our guys rest. Okay. Now, Presley, I think resting him today was probably smart. Apparently, he's sore, whatever. But I don't feel like the rest day or the rest mentality follows suit through to the pitching staff. Is that just me? Is that just me? Or do other people see it? I mean, do y'all see it? Because I'm like, wait, you talk about, well, you know, he needs rest. He needs rest. Okay, but what about the relief pitchers? What about using Matan over and over and over? What about the three or four days in a row you use Presley? What about the 40, like we've got four of the top six most used guys in the league, right? So I don't know if I'm the only one thinking this, but I just really think that if if we're going to talk about rest and that's going to be our thing, I think it's got to be what's good for the goose has got to be good for the gander. What's good for the position players got to be good for the pitchers. I, I just I just don't see it. It's good to have Rakiti back. He's going to eat up innings. Um, look, Sean Dubin will probably get some time up here pretty soon. I would love for them to rest Brown, to rest JP, to do some more things, bring up Dubin. Um, bring up Gage. Heck, Joe Record is killing it in AAA. Why not? Why not Joe Record get a shot? And I, I don't know that he's on the forty man, so he's not. You got to turn those things around. Take take some person off. But I really don't know what purpose Ryland Bannon plays on this team. Oh, and so who is it that's being called up? Again, we talked about John Singleton, who was let go. Joe Perez. Joe Perez was claimed. Oh, that's right, Spencer Arigetti. Arigetti Spaghetti will probably get called up. But Joe Perez was released. Joe Perez was released by the Space Cowboys. I don't know where his fate will take him, but he was a player that had a huge upside when he came in here. Wasn't, wasn't, a, wasn't a high prospect, but when he got here, his tools, like just the expectations of what he could bring were really there. So he is no longer a part of the Houston National Organization. I hate to see that. So let's wrap it up here. John Singleton could be called up. There is no update on Brantley other than he's still hitting in the cages. He's still hitting um, on the field before the games, and he's not had a setback. There's positive news. J.P. France comes in and stops the bleeding. Brian Abreu shuts the door at the end of the game, and Jake Myers, we're going to call it the Jake Myers game, comes in and crushes six RBI, two three-run home runs. So. Yeah, Perez was a solid depth guy. I agree with that 100%. Um, so, listen, the Houston Astros go on. They have a rest day. They stop by the White House on the way to Baltimore. Um, and then they go play the Baltimore Orioles. Let's hope that we take it to the Orioles. Show them who the big brother is. And thank y'all for tuning in to Locked on Astros. I appreciate y'all putting up with me tonight. Um, Eric was not here. He'd probably be here tomorrow night. Um, hit the like button. Let me hear y'all watching live. Absolutely love that. Me, subscribe to our YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts, listen to us. It's free and easy to listen to. I mean, it absolutely takes nothing out of your pocket and just gives you joy in your heart because why we are the only Daily Astros podcast. I'm H. Town Wheelhouse, and this has been another edition of Locked on Astros. Thank y'all for hanging out. Y'all have a good one, and as always. Pros.